Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't go breaking my heart. <laughs> I couldn't if I tried. <laughs> Oh no, I lost the song! God damn it! <laughs> no, I was working on Oh no! Nobody knows it! Nobody knows! When I was down, I was your clown! Woohoo! I have been working on such a playlist, Molly, for you. It is called Quiet That Baby! Yes! <laughs> And it is on there, and I think that that is a good one, because you know what? Having a child is constant heartbreak. It's true. <laughs> they say that it's like giving birth to your heart and then carrying it around outside your body. Ugh. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's oh, horrifying. My heart came out of my pussy, oh, and now I have to carry it around in a bag. It came out of oh, my body. No. Oh, no. Why is it, it sucking on my titties? <laughs> I have to keep it with me at all times. <laughs> yeah, and then think about it. No wonder parents get so upset every time. It's like, I feel like every time I talk to my mother on the phone, she's just like, it's like my heart is across the coast. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I get it. I hear you. I guess you love me. Well, And your, that's nice. Your playlist can't come fast enough because um, I've landed on um, Paradise by the Dashboard Light because I can easily conjure up all of the words. Okay. And it's great, and I love that song, but I don't want to kill that song in my heart. You know, I, I love that song, and now I'm just constantly walking around being like, I remember even little happened only yesterday. And it's becoming a little bit tedious, and so I need to mix it up. I've got a lot of good ones on there. I mean, there's it's there is... I have to cool it with the uh, with the Elton John. There's a good amount of Elton John on there so far. Um, I got a lot of like, you'll be in my heart. Although technically, I guess now you are singing to your outside heart. And that's kind of <laughs> creepy. So now I think I'm going to have to take off a bunch of songs on there because now I'm just going to think of Freddie as your outside heart. Oh, that's fine. I can sing from my... I, I, maybe I have two hearts now. You know, it's like, a, um, I don't know, some sort of... Twin, evil twin heart that's on the outside. <laughs> you say you got a quado, like like total recall. Yes. Actually, you kind of yeah. like you're you're actually you the uh, harness that you have right now. It's like a up higher quado because quado was down on the belly. Oh, okay. This Quaid. is my my heart quado. <laughs> See, I was more thinking of what movie is that when it's like he's got the twin brother, but it's nothing. It's just like a blob filled with teeth and hair. Basket case. Basket case. Yeah, that's. I'm. I'm thinking it's more like basket case. That's what I would have. That's why I shouldn't have a child. Ooh, you know another song that came into my head in the middle of the night this week. This week's edition of what came into my head. Uh, 
a a song that I used to sing in a in a children's choir that I believe is a Billy Joel song. Help me out, Jackie. Called "Good Night, My Angel." Are you familiar? Oh my God, that's such a good. Good night, my angel. Now it's time to sleep. That's the one. That he wrote it for his daughter, and it's very sweet. It's <laughs> sweet, but the choir version that we sang of it was was annoying. And now I have like all the harmonies in my head, like you know, like what the altos and stuff were singing, and it's just Ugh. not playing well. No, that's why you got to get, you got to do the, just do the baritone part, you know, just like keep the harmony, right? Yeah, I, I guess, you know, Billy, <laughs> Billy You're not Joel, into it. as much as he is not one of my faves, he's probably a good, good guy for baby songs because I feel like I need songs with a lot of words, you know, mm. because I just need to have to keep going. I put Mona Lisa's and Manhattan's on there. I don't know if you know that Elton John song, Molly, but it's about um, the hardships of living in the city and that sometimes you just find one person that helps you get through the day. And I think you should learn the lyrics of that, you know, in between like not sleeping and breastfeeding and bopping mm. up and down, whatever else you do as a mother now. But that's a good one. It's very sad, though. That you know I love sad songs. I know oh. you do. Rose trees never grow in New York City. Not if it's dark outside, <laughs> oh light. It's very, I, it was like something I listened to the last week I lived in New York over and over again. I was just like, why would I leave? <laughs> um, but it is a really good song. But also you should do Vienna as well. That's a great, that's a great Billy Joel song for you to sing to the baby. I think it's great that you have Elton John on there because honestly, I'm ashamed to admit, especially on this podcast, that I'm not super familiar with a lot of Elton John. So this can be an education for me. You'll know this song once you hear the chorus of this song. Uh-huh. Then you'll, you'll know it. Yeah. Yeah. The sons of bankers, it's because you sons never, of lawyers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Lisa's and Mad Hatter's sons of bankers, sons of lawyers, uh-huh. turn yeah. around and say <laughs> good morning to the night. Yeah. So good. <laughs> I think that Alton John music is stuff that I've obviously. It's like uh, how other people have the relationship with pop music, where mm-hmm. they think they haven't heard it, and then they hear it once, and then they realize they've heard it a million times. That's me with Alton John. I think it's everyone with Alton John. Yeah, it just washes over me. It's everywhere. You damn straight. I don't know. Have you been watching? Have you been keeping up with Cardi B's child, Molly? You know, not as much as I want to. I just thought today we're, there's this great, we're part of this great moms group, you know, me, Chrissy Teigen, Joanna Gaines, and now Cardi B, but I really don't know that much about Cardi B's baby yet. You mean culture Kiari Cephas? <laughs> Is it culture with a C or a K? K, bitch. Yeah, I love it. I, I, lo- I mean, Cardi B is... Um, I have yet to be disappointed by literally anything she's done. I think that you should follow her on Instagram because her Insta stories of how tired she is as a mother, I think would probably really resonate with you. Yes, please, because I've been following Joanna Gaines on Instagram, and frankly, I'm starting to get a little annoyed with her. Really? Because all of her photos are her sitting in a damn rocking chair on her beautiful porch with like surrounded by beautiful decor with her damn baby being like, Bliss, you know. Hashtag <laughs> blessed. Yeah, oh, it's all... I can only imagine how upsetting that is. She looks so at peace. Meanwhile, the uh, the quote from Cardi B's Instagram was, a bitch look fucked up in the game. Like my hair's fucked up, my eyes are dark and buffy, like I'm wild pale, like a bitch looking like she got jaundice. But I really just want to say thank you to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> See? Oh, God, I love Cardi yeah. B. Yeah, I mean, I'm sit- I, I look at... 
damn Joanna Gaines's beautiful porch and I'm sitting in my like fourth floor apartment sitting on a yoga ball and I have a nice apartment but like I don't have an outdoor space I sometimes oh, no veranda no veranda <laughs> it's sometimes it's sometimes a basic struggle to leave the house when I do leave the house the main place I want to go is like a bar with an outdoor space and I just wish that I could just walk out onto a porch and it makes me very resentful yeah yeah I feel like sometimes just Joanna Gaines has to take off her halo to take the Instagram pictures you know yeah yeah which good for her but I imagine it's very upsetting as a newborn mother yeah Yeah. it is very upsetting and I also have a thing with full-term babies where when I see them I'm like oh you and your huge baby and her baby (laughs) is quite large and like already looks like a you know real baby and my baby is still quite tiny and my baby is the best baby so it's not like I'm actually jealous of the other babies but I see Sounds babies like you're born. Jealous of the other babies. <laughs> I'm just jealous of their ability to hold up their heads honestly I'm really <laughs> really looking forward to the day where Freddie can hold up her own head doesn't that take like eight months to do I, you know, I read a lot of milestones informations and then I just give up because I, mm-hmm. uh, because I decide that she can go, my baby can go at her own pace. Okay. And I'm not going to compare her to Joanna Gaines's baby. I'm just annoyed with Joanna Gaines right now. And it's hard because I love Joanna Gaines a lot. So I'm definitely going to replace her with Cardi B on my Instagram. I really like there's a new meme going around where it's just Joanna and Chip and they're in like this beautiful kitchen. It's like, this needs more natural light. And then it's just a case of natural light on the counter. That's the only kind, kind of, of natural content. light I need, baby. Yeah, I love light and ice beer themed jokes. That's really, <laughs> that's right in my wheelhouse. It's July. You're supposed to have those kinds of jokes. Yeah, do you guys yeah. remember I was fondly thinking of the summer of 2010 when people were icing each other bros icing bros you remember Mm. oh god that was a rough one oh see (laughs) i really like bro culture it's a strange quirk of mine i really like sports bars i really like i don't even it didn't even used to eat wings but i really like wings and beer and like light beer you know i know ben kissel doesn't like bud light lime i think he's wrong uh and (laughs) he does he just won't admit it (laughs) he won't admit it (laughs) and uh i really enjoyed the bros icing bros summer whenever if you would have to hand somebody a uh, smirnoff ice and then they would have to what was it you had to kneel they had to kneel before you and drink it yeah i I, is that that really what you just have to you all you had to do was hand them a smirnoff ice is that really just what it was I must be missing some details, but I think the idea was you kept it behind, like you, you had to like spring it on them. You had to surprise them. All right, here's here's the rules: is that you cannot refuse an ice. If you refuse to drink the ice, <laughs> you are instantly excommunicated and shunned, and thus can never ice another bro or what? be iced. But if you are iced by a fellow bro, you can ice block. And when presented with, with an ice, you can pull out an ice of your own. And reverse the ice in your bro. And then that what? bro has to drink both, I think. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I like Smirnoff Oh my God, ice. can we bring this back? I'm ready yes. to bring it. All right, let's bring it back. I'm ready to start icing again. Can we do this? What is it, 2010? 2010, yeah. We're almost at the 10-year anniversary. <laughs> we wait a couple I think more we years. Should, let's just go right into eight-year anniversary for it. <laughs> I think that this is great. Let's bring it back. Yeah, we're observing the eight-year anniversary of uh, Bros Icing Bros by bringing back Bros Icing Bros. <laughs> and we're going to have to do it like... 
cross coastal. How are we going to ice each other across the coast, Jackie? I think that we'll figure it out. You know what we do? We do it via Marco Polo. So if yes. I Marco Polo and Smirnoff ice you, you have to drink it right away. So that means there's no ice packs, though. So we'll just see. We'll take it from there. Unless I, before I open the Marco Polo, bitch I can no like, ice run packs, to the bitch bodega. No ice packs. <laughs> <laughs> I have to run to the bodega and get myself a Smirnoff ice so that I have it ready when I open the Marco Polo. I think it'll be really great to teach that to Freddie. Be like, well, your first summer alive. Uh, we celebrated the eight-year anniversary of Ice uh, Bros, Ice and Bros. And um, that means your mother is cool? <laughs> yes, I am breastfeeding, but I can't refuse the Smirnoff ice. So I have to drink it when I'm iced. You're right. The icer must drop and chug both ices, the original presented ice and the new blocking mm, ice. That's the best part. Well, there's a, there's actually, I mean, there's a little bit more to it. The, a player hides a can or bottle for another person to come across, and when the iced person touches or discovers it, he or she must drop to one knee and chug the entire ice. Other players who see the ice or hide the ice are exempt from drinking the ice, and if the first person to come across the ice, that is the iced <laughs> they fail to drink the whole bottle. The iced person cannot ice someone else for at least twenty four hours. It's like a legal I feel like document. if we make it into a treasure hunt, you should instead of calling it the iced, you should call them the bamboozled. <laughs> it's like all oh, the ba- oh you got bamboozled. Yes, client one, no from here on as the bamboozled. And booze is in capital letters. Uh, oh yeah, bitch! <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, I am gonna start hiding Smirnoff ices all over the studio. <laughs> you know what? We could also do our own twist on it and make it like a like a strawberryita or something. You know, strawberryitin. Because I've been because I've been wanting to drink a strawberryita, but I haven't because I've only seen the twenty four ounce cans, and that's a big commitment. <laughs> I think that's all they come in. I think they only come in Mondo sizes. Yeah, yeah. You can't buy a strawberryita anything less than a tolly. <laughs> what? Is the thinking behind that? That's the amount of Rita you need. You know what? I'm not. I'm gonna throw it out there into the mangaritas as well. Yeah. Ooh, we can call them our smangaritas, and so you also gotta have sex after you drink it. <laughs> summer of smangaritas. Ah, uh, if you. Oh, it's a rough summer. <laughs> if you look close, if you really search, you can find eight ounce strawberries. They're out there. Eight ounces. See, that's what I need. I can really have only like one to two drinks per, um, you know, three hour breastfeeding cycle. So I need. I can't have one of those twenty four ounces. I appreciate one that they to think two. that. That's what I want. Yeah, I know. It's it's rough. That's it? Yeah. And I mean, not like I'm doing that every three hours, but within (laughs) the cycle, that's the only, you know, I mean... Otherwise, it can potentially make a little bit of a breast milk cocktail. Uh, all you got to do is you drink half of the Bud Light uh, Strawberryita. You put it in the fridge until <laughs> later because we all know how well open tallies do in the fridge. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> we all always drink the other half of the tolly that we put in the fridge earlier. And then you just drink it later. Just really let it marinate in that tin flavor. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say I haven't done that. <laughs> but that's something that you only do My- at like 2.30 in the morning when you've opened a tall boy can and you're like, oh, you no. know what, this was a mistake, <laughs> but I'll, I, do, I don't want to waste it. And then you either end up going back for it like 15 minutes later or you see it like the next day and you're like, maybe now I'll try it. Yeah. Either way, it's, it's always a mistake at yeah, that point. Uh, always. 
My problem is sometimes I leave like my jizzies or my Moroccan lemonades out that I don't finish, and then I just pop more ice in it and pour more booze on top and then drink <laughs> that. And yes, I am almost 31 years old. Oh, what 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 hour time span are we talking? Like from one day to another? Yeah, I'm talking like 2 a.m. to like nooner, you know? Yeah, I mean, I definitely believe that if you leave like half a glass of wine on the bookshelf and then you come across it the next day, you can still drink that wine. Mm-hmm. It's still good. Mm. Oh, my God. Smangeritas, baby. We're fucking doing it. You know what? And I love artificial grape, but you know what? Don't get the grape-eritas. It's too <laughs> much grape. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, grape-erita? Grape-erita. It sounds like, like, a, like the thing that you get at, like, a, you know, the street fair is like a mozzarella. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah, baby. I'm to, I'm I'm very into grape burritas, but I can't drink oh, the yeah. 24 ounces. Oh yeah, grape. Yeah, I do love artificial grape though. It sounds kind of nice. Uh, but it's a and by the way, it's a grape. Ah, oh, Rita. Is there an H? Uh, in yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. three H's. You're kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh look, grape. Ah, oh, Rita. Ah, <laughs> oh, Rita. Yeah, it's because you're so refreshed, but at the same time, it just—I feel like it just shoots me back into the the years when I would just suck on Dimatap Bear lollipops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And if you want the strawberry, then it's the straw burrita because it's cold. Ugh. All right, I don't like this but, anymore. But then, <laughs> what is ma- what is mangarita? Is mang? It's like a mang. It actually is. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's mangarita. And if you really want to get nasty with it, you can get the uh, Bud Light Lime 18 pack Rita Fiesta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yes. Rita Fiesta. Oh, that's six Lime Aritas, four Straw Burritas, uh, four Mango Ritas, and four Water Melon Ritas. Yeah, Ooh. watermelon. I don't like how not. Even though I'm annoyed with the other ones' catchiness, I'm annoyed with the lack of catchiness for watermelon. Rita. Yeah, it's just melon. Yeah, do better. Yeah, do better advertisements. Oh my god, <laughs> the, I am um, the sugar headache that would induce after the Rita Fiesta <laughs> is just gives me makes me nauseous to think about. No, no, you can clean it all up with a nice lime Rita picante flavor Ooh, after all that. And, I, you'll be fine. And, and there's also a Michelada Rita, isn't there? I like think. a tomato flavored one Ooh. yeah man that is something that is particularly i know that it's like the michelada thing and i dig a michelada but i accidentally got some uh chibi gummies the other day that i thought were watermelon but they weren't watermelon they were picante watermelon and then they had this sludge all over them and everyone's Ugh. like yeah but it's like a michelada it's like but i don't want sludge and then so i have to like i eat a chib gummy and then i gotta suck my fingers afterwards <laughs> what the hell is michelada Ooh, it's a nice, it's a nice tomato, it's like tomato juice and beer and lime and, and like chili powder and salt. They're yeah. very nice. But you're, Jake, you're saying that a gummy bear is covered with like picante dust? Yeah, but it's like, it, it's wet. Mm. It's whatever they line micheladas with, mm-hmm. like, uh, like on the rim of it. That's what's covered, covering the gummies. But I don't know why it's so wet. <laughs> I, I, I gotta say, it sounds delicious. I love what the, is on the rim of a Michelada. All right, I'm gonna have to. I'll bring some to you. Mm. But they're <laughs> cheap wise, though, so you might have to wait till you're not breasting anymore. Yeah, bring me some picante bears, and I'll have them in a year and a half or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you could just suck on them, I guess, and then just don't eat the gummy. <laughs> I could just mix chili salt together and just have that. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to fly me. In, you know, illegal gummy bears. Yeah. All yeah. right. Fine. You can just All eat right, chili Peter. powder. You can do that today. <laughs> I can't, yeah. Right now. <laughs> Uh, what a summer treat. That'll be great after you get iced, though. Please tell Gideon about the icing. Please start icing each other. Yeah, just just, just him and me alone in our house with the baby, just icing each other. That's my summer. I mean, it sounds like... I mean, I also love bro culture. Who am I to say I'm against it? I played uh, beer pong the other day, and I am a champion. I'm not. I lost. I definitely <laughs> lost the game. But, you know, overall, when you play those games, isn't everyone the champion? Definitely. Mm. I love beer pong. Marcus, do you play those games? Yeah, I'm damn good at them, too. I'm sure you are. Quarters? You've got the lift, though. That's the problem yeah. is I'm not tall enough. Oh, yeah, I got the lift. I got the I got the wingspan. <laughs> what I don't like is the differences in rules and when people don't establish the rules before you start. Oh, and what are the rules? You know, it's like things like slapbacks. If you've got slapbacks, like, you know, it's like if you bounce it and you get it in, you get two cups. And if you bounce it, the other person is allowed to slap it out of the way. Mm -hmm. But people over here don't do slapbacks. And so I slapped it out of the way and everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) And I was like, it's slapbacks, man. It's slapbacks. Yeah. It's a regional thing, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's. I guess. It's LA. It's LA. Get ready to do the hump to hump to carve them bushels of thighs, baby. Let's evolve our Peenvolve using Peevolve streaming service that offers a large library of videos, including structured workout plans and new videos updated weekly. You can stream it to work out anytime, anywhere, from any device. I've been scaring everyone waiting in line at the grocery store. The prehab approach elongates and creates lean muscles while eliminating bulk and creating a sculpted and defined rumpkus. It uses low-impact anti-pulse training that focuses on stretching and opening your hips. Yeah, I saw Anaconda. I want to get my hips to unhinge territory to slurp up Ice Cube. They use different moves that activate those hard-to-reach muscles. It's like a reverse cowgirl, except it feels good for everybody. And they got fun time bands and balls to help make that happen. Not the slap, slap, slap of against you kind, but the pee ball. So essentially it's a ball that you strap to the insides of your legs to work them glutes and core and thighs for definition. They got special workouts for the pee ball too. I call mine Larry and he has charmed me off my feet and onto my back where I use him appropriately for exercising. You can stream the workouts online or use a DVD, but I still don't know how to use a DVD player because apparently I'm a thousand years old. Peevolve has different plans that'll fit your style. They offer the 30-day challenge, the six-day total body, or the three-day body burn. I slapped on the six-day total body, and I tell ya, my buns have a dent in it they never had before. I think that's a good thing. Apparently, it's called a quote-unquote muscle, but if I ain't shucking it, I don't understand. This specific workout is designed for all fitness levels and gives you six days of guided workouts and a digi-calendar to keep you on track. Lift that butt! Also, six days didn't really sound like a scary amount of commitment, and I actually finished the whole thing. I mean, I finished the whole thing and rewarded myself with three hot dogs, but it's not technically why we're supposed to work out anyway. And I'll straight up be honest with you, having Larry on is actually so funny. It made me want to do the workouts. He's so perfectly erotic. Can I say that? To buy a Larry and receive two months of free streaming for nearly $60 in savings, visit pvolve.com slash page seven and enter page seven at checkout. That's pvolve.com slash page seven and enter page seven. 
Thanks, Bevolve! And Larry. Yeah, but I know they're gonna be into Ison just as much as they are into this petition of I don't know if you saw what I sent you Marcus I saw but it. They are trying to get rid of the Polish hot dog deal at Costco Which is a dollar fifty for a Polish hot dog and a soda and they're trying to get rid of it And that's the only reason why I ever went with my mother to Costco. Yeah, Polish hot dog Polish sausage? It's just a Same hot dog. Thing. They call it's it a, a Polish hot dog. It's just a fucking hot dog. There's nothing Polish or special about it's it. It's a Polish American hot dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But it's a big dog, and they're trying to get rid of it. And I was, I, I, I signed the petition immediately. <laughs> this is you're cr- trying to create a resume for your um, hot dog ambassadorship. Yeah. How yeah. I, well, I. It, it, oh, did you get? What happened? <laughs> I missed the deadline, oh, and then no. I wrote them an email pleading to allow me to enter in, and they said that uh, essentially that um, it doesn't really represent a good hot dog ambassador as someone that doesn't read the rules. <laughs> However, what, what I responded with was... But then why didn't you even explain what a hot dog resume was? Oh, I'm the one that's trying to go against the rules, and yet you are the one that doesn't include what the rules are, okay? You got shamed by the hot dog council? I got shamed by the Hot Dog and Sausage Council of America. Wow, and you wrote back with an angry email telling them that they're the ones that should be ashamed. I was so mad, and it was a very nice email. But I, the the original email I wrote was I pleaded to allow them to just please, just please at least consider my hot dog resume. Mm -hmm. I came up with like three new songs. I mean, it was. (laughs) What did you end up putting on your resume? How long was your resume? Was it a full page? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was long. It was long of like, and then like with detail, like bullet points underneath of like the different times, like I had appreciated hot dogs. They're different, like my own personal recipes for hot dogs and what I put on hot dogs. I included pictures of me eating hot dogs. I included three songs of me singing about hot dogs. And I still wasn't allowed to submit. It sounds like, you know, how, uh, this will only be briefly political, but you know how Trump gets his daily briefings like with images? He, had, he requested pictures. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you just kind of did like a presidential, brief, like a picture book of your hot dog um, experience. Yes. And yet still nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently it's very important that the hot dog ambassador be uh, have a lot of attention to detail. I, punctual is probably a big part of being a hot dog ambassador. Obviously. And what happens, Jackie? Jackie, what happens? What happens when you're supposed to be at the big July 4th event and you show up on July 7th? You don't get to be a hot dog (laughs) ambassador. (laughs) You you get shafted. I got dogged, I might say. I think I got tube-meated out to the fucking curb. Yeah, so I'm pretty upset about it. Um, overall, and you know, there's nothing I can do about it except eat, keep eating hot dogs. Today is National Hot Dog Day. I've eaten two hot dogs, and I didn't take any pictures of it, which I guess means I I have to eat another hot dog. <laughs> you know, there's always next year, Jackie. It's just so far away from now. You know, I had such I had I had so many goals for 2018, and now I feel like they've all been thrown asunder. 
<laughs> well, but should National Hot Dog Day be so close to the Fourth of July? I don't think it should be. I don't think it should. I think National Hot Dog Day should maybe. I would probably put it mid March, January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta spread that out. The dead of winter. <laughs> yeah, man, that or just uh, lump it into the Fourth of July. I don't think there's any problem with that just being National Hot Dog Day. I think it is. I don't think you're allowed to have anything besides the 4th of July on the 4th of July. I don't think you can say it's the 4th of July. And by the way, guys, it's also National Hot Dog Day. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that would just really be it would be giving it its accolades to the hot dog. I'm sorry, Molly. I know this hot dog talk is sad for you. Well, it, have I I don't remember if I mentioned last time, but I don't care about hot dogs, but I really love sausages. Yeah. I studied abroad in Prague and for four sweet months I had been vegan before I went to Prague and I ate street sausages all the time Mm -hmm. and in Prague you get a sausage and it comes with a piece of rye bread and a slab of mustard and it is the best drunk food and then uh, if you are me and you're not used to eating spiced cured meats you wake up in the middle of the night smelling like sausage and sweating (laughs) sweat that smells like sausage so thirsty but with no regrets none whatsoever hell yeah I'm proud of you Molly just think of those times baby yeah, I support your hot dog goals. I'm only sorry that it seems to have your your singular hot dog defeat seems to have really maybe um, done away with your ambition altogether. I, yeah, for everything in my entire life, um, it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope that one day you were forced to say that sentence to your daughter. I support your hot dog goals. <laughs> Honey, if you want to be the hot dog ambassador, just like your Auntie Jackie. <laughs> just like your Auntie Jackie never was. Yes, Whoa, that's true. Oh, hey. <laughs> it could happen. Please. Your Auntie Jackie lit a fire inside you to become the hot dog ambassador. And while I didn't support Jackie that much of the time, I know I have to right that wrong by supporting you. Well, that's what happens. She is your heart outside of your body, Molly. I really, I don't think I can get past this. It's really, truly upsetting. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, I guess that's true. Like Molly, have you chosen a character for Freddie yet? A character for her? Yeah. Like something for her to be, like something for her to shoot to, you know? Like Terminator or like a, you know... (laughs) Like some sort of bear or something. Like what I want her to grow up to be? Yeah, like, you know, like, it's like I had a bunch of Tigger stuff growing up. And you know how I feel about Winnie the Pooh. I see. So, like, her signature, her brand. Yeah, her brand. brand. What is your daughter's brand? (laughs) Um, You know, it's, I mean, Gideon and I both have children's book tattoos, and so probably, like, um... You know, we we are have some goals to read her those children's books early and often, and you know, so maybe either the Velveteen Rabbit or the Runaway Bunny will be her early brand. Mm-hmm. Um, those are and, rough ones. <laughs> yeah, you know, again, sadness, <laughs> sadness, sadness is her brand. Sadness is her mom's brand, so it might end up being her brand as well. Marcus, did you have a baby brand? Uh, I. Not really sure. I know my blankie had a big blue unicorn on it. Oh, that's cute. Do you still have the blankie? Yes, actually, I think it's somewhere. I think my parents have it somewhere stashed. My, my mom is a bit of a hoarder, like a memories hoarder. Mm. Uh, and so mm. she has these two huge storage containers just filled with shit that we're eventually going to have to throw away someday. 
You know what I was thinking recently is that I think that my mom still has a box of my beanie babies lying around. And I woke up again, my middle of the night brain. I woke up in the middle of the night to take care of the baby the other day. And I thought, you know, I don't know why everybody shits on beanie babies. They were fantastic. And I decided <laughs> that I think I want my mom to save the beanie babies for Freddie. So, no, you're, so your daughter's going to be a beanie baby girl? Maybe a beanie baby will be <laughs> Beanie brand. baby baby. And I think that what made me think of it was that I was thinking about the princess die beanie baby. I got uh, that yes. one. <laughs> Did you get that one, Molly? I was so excited no. when I got that. No, the the most like rare or whatever sought after, you know, um, elevated Beanie Baby that I had was the um, Aaron Gobra Irish one. That's a good one too. I really like the tie dye bear. I got I had most of the bears. I think I was really excited. I th- what is it? A platypus that I had. Yeah, the platypus was good. What an interesting economy the Beanie Babies were. You know, that there was some that were really, really um, like it was like the equivalent of having like a hundred dollar bill. I know I've talked about this on another show before, but sometime look up the picture of the couple at their divorce hearing dividing up their Beanie Baby It's clothes. rough. I think we have it's talked rough. about that before. <laughs> it's real rough. I know we talked about it, but it bears repeating because it's among my favorite pictures on the internet. Does that? Did that... Is that photo from the late 90s or is it from later? I think it's from the late 90s, okay. early 2000s. That's good because if it was... If it was from like 2016, it would be different. The reason I brought all this up is because I don't know if you follow, do you follow Cher on Twitter? Because if you don't, you definitely should. I do. Her tweets are like, they're, she's the best person on Twitter. I still have like a screen capture of of years and years ago. She just had a tweet that just said, what's going on with my career? And that was it. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> but she, she tweeted out um, last week. She wrote, okay, dot, 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 my vote for this year's best performance by a male actor, dot, 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 is, dot, 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 may I have the envelope, please, dot, 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 Paddington Bear. (laughs) Apparently, she loves Paddington Bear, and I don't know how to feel about that. What's wrong with Paddington Bear? Paddington Bear is supposed to be a fantastic couple of movies. I think that it's fine, but isn't he like a, like a... Uh, I don't know. Do better. You know, like, it's like, oh, come on. Get a better hat. Put on the galoshes, but also smile every once in a while. I think in my brain, I sometimes lump him into a Pooh Bear category. I gotta say, I'll take Corduroy over Paddington any day. What's Corduroy? Corduroy is that little, it's a bear, right? Uh, yeah, bear? It's a book. Yeah, it's a it's another children's book. He's got a button that goes missing when yeah. his on his owner, little overalls. On his little overalls, his uh his his little boy or girl, I don't his little child has him in the department store mm-hmm. and then he loses a button. It is an excellent book. And I remember reading Paddington as a kid, but Paddington to me was just like kind of an off brand corduroy. I mean, I really liked his um I liked his rain jacket. I liked his outfit. But I think that is where it ended because in my mind it was very much like a Babar situation and I can't really remember if Paddington Bear is British, but it, in I lumped him in with Babar. You didn't like Babar? Babar's a pussy. Too French for you? <laughs> I don't know if I've brought this up before, but Babar is one of those things that I think I think about at least three times a week and go, ugh, why? <laughs> Fuck off, Babar. Fuck you, Babar. <laughs> yeah, Babar. Yeah, who likes Babar? 
right. I Babar. Is Wait, that, did you just call him Babar? I called him Babar. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is that you know, how you're Francais? supposed to say it? I don't know. <laughs> he is on Francais. He is on Francais. Babar. Yeah. Babar. <laughs> on Elephant. <laughs> <laughs> I think it makes sense though now that I know because it makes it's like that same like Caillou kind of thing which I believe is no that's Canadian but I think it's also like in the French world but Babar um, was just like it's like it's like get some friends man you know let me let, let me tell you because I don't I didn't know the story uh, the original story of Babar the 1931 story of Babar please uh, this is the, the, the synopsis. Um, it tells of a young elephant, Babar, whose mother is killed by a hunter. Babar escapes and in the process leaves the jungle, visits a big city, and returns to bring the benefits of civilization to his fellow elephants. Whoa. Just as he returns to his community of elephants, their king dies from eating a bad mushroom. Because of his travels and civilization, Babar is appointed king of the elephant kingdom. He marries his cousin, and they <laughs> subsequently have children and teach them valuable lessons. Wow. What? What's not to what? like, Jackie? What's about gentrification? What is happening? <laughs> it's about gentrification. It's about... Incest. It, it's in, incest. Well, incest. I mean, back then, people used to marry their cousins a lot more. Yeah, that's just royalty. Because they're so attractive. Wait, so wait, what is that called? I mean, Molly, you know these. Uh, you both know these things. What's it called when the country comes in and they're like, then you do what this country does? Imperialism? That's what it is. Those fucking imperialistic <laughs> elephant pieces of garbage. Yeah, maybe I don't like Babar. Yeah, Babar is going off to the city and he's bringing home all of his big city ways. What if the elephants in the jungle like how they're living? Yeah, also um, no kings now that I think about it. But on know? the other hand, the king did die from eating a bad mushroom. That's so maybe fun. they were in need of reform. What are you talking about? He sounds like he was just trying to have a good time, man. I've eaten a lot of bad mushrooms in my day and sometimes I wish I had died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... I got a. I'm a little bit afraid now that I'm a parent. I'm for some reason I have. A, I love children's books a lot, um, but I have a real chip on my shoulder about some of the new like animated um, bringing to life of the of the classics. Like I have. A, I'm a little bit skeptical of the Paddington Bear movies and skeptical of the Peter Rabbit movie for sure because they made him <laughs> into an asshole. And Ugh. Peter's just like a scamp. He's not an asshole. And and I I'm I'm worried that I'm going to be a real shithead when it comes to seeing those movies completely and then how do you feel about the reboot of Rugrats would you let Freddie watch uh, the reboot of Rugrats Rugrats I didn't even even know that that was happening I'll definitely let her watch original Rugrats and you know I guess I'll I'll let her watch the reboot but I'm definitely I'm gonna be like a hipster mom over here like this is not as good as the original Rugrats Mm -hmm. yeah but it sounds like you're just setting up Freddie to only read really sad children's books that's my brand. What else am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing fun or anything like that. It's Pe- just learning the sad lessons of life. Peter Rabbit isn't too sad. It's you know it is pretty sad actually, because doesn't he like? It ends with him like being sick and at home and missing is all it, the fun. Is he the right? same as Peter Cottontail or is that different? Same. What about Pecus Bill? 
I don't know Pecos Bill. Pecos Bill's a great one. It was my favorite when I was a kid. It's about a little boy that uh, pops off of a wagon train. He gets raised by coyotes, and then when he gets older, he tames a rattlesnake, and then he starts working for a ranch, and he falls in love with another buck bronze, bronze, uh, buck busting girl who's like is just as tough as he is, and then they get married and you know have a bunch of other Pecos kids. It's real Texas story. <laughs> yeah, I think Freddie's really going to identify growing up in Brooklyn, reading Pecos Bill. Yeah, it's like the, the children's book version of Friday Night Lights <laughs> for Freddie. I mean, I I support fun romps, but I just think that um, any good children's childhood itself is quite adjacent to sadness as we all know and I think that children's books that are honest about that um, are better than children's books that are totally condescending about children's emotions and assume that it's all you know uh, sparkles and and sprinkles because it's not yeah but look at the cover for Pecos Bill he's got a rattlesnake that he uses as a rope that I mean I'll definitely it's pretty cool yeah <laughs> I will read this book to her and I will tell her that it is from um, Uncle Marcus and his you know Texas heritage yes <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's a legend of frontier spirit, Molly. <laughs> I, su- I again, I support it, but again, that like any it, children's books, they just have to, they just have to not shy. It doesn't have to be sad, but they have to not, um, not that they have to have to, but those that don't shy away from complicated or difficult emotions are my favorite. Even the Berenstein Bears, which I love. Mm-hmm. They take on some difficult things. You know, sometimes we have a terrible case of the gimme gimmies or, yeah. or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, and I, I think that uh, some children's media is way too two-dimensional and um, condescending, and kids can recognize that and they can handle things that actually talk about emotions. I'm going to sell uh, I, w- I want to send to Freddie there's a monster at the end of this book. I, I think that she really that liked book. that one. I love that book and like this is Mr. Rogers' whole deal you know if we can help children name and understand their emotions it will make them into healthier adults which by the way I still haven't seen the Mr. Rogers documentary because I have this baby but I'm so excited about it and if either of you guys see it can we please talk about it on the show it's good it's so good you've both seen it yeah yeah. I haven't seen it yet okay but I hear it's very good yeah it Ooh. just it's a it's the positivity we need where it's like the whole thing the whole time I was watching I was like what is it going to and I'm not giving anything away it's just like I was like all right what is some deep dark fucking secret about Mr. Rogers that's <laughs> going to destroy my of. childhood and that's it's not exactly it's just what I'm like it, it, no the whole the whole movie is just like hey this guy was really great yeah. and he was. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Oh my seem god! Like... I forgot to bring up the Whitney documentary. I'm sorry. I don't mean to, but oh, let's do it. No, take it there. Oh my god! Take I take me there. <laughs> it is great. Whoever put it to, I, I don't know who. Whoever put that movie together is so brilliant. But also, I thought I was going to sob through most of it. I definitely cried at points, but really, at the end of it, I was furious <laughs> on her behalf. Yes. Yeah. Everyone failed her. Yeah, that sounds like a great documentary because I feel like that is the story of Whitney Houston is that everybody failed her. And Bobby fucking Brown, if I could have clawed through the screen and just punch him in his face and punch him in his face, punch him in his face, he, I hate him. I hate him, I hate him, I hate him. I hate him so much. Um, But you should watch the documentary. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, how, where can I watch it? And well, you're gonna have to get. You're gonna have to, you know, put Freddy on ice because it's only in the movie theaters right oh, now. Oh, it's mm. in a movie theater. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Do you got a babysitter yet? Don't you have some sort of 16-year-old that comes over and flirts with Gideon? I've seen the porns. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. My my baby's too small. I'm afraid to uh, to leave her, but, um, you know, I'll get there. That or just leave the baby with Gideon and then you go see it by yourself. Um, no, never mind. I take it back. It's rough to see by yourself. You're going to want to immediately talk about it. I just watch it and leak breast milk and cry. <laughs> Freddie's oh, weighing in. Freddy, oh, no. no. Oh, I'm sorry, oh, Freddie, baby. <laughs> She's like, don't do that. That's too sad. <laughs> ah, brush them. Brush them real good. When you think of the things you got to do every day, brushing ain't usually at the top of your list. Well, maybe Salt and Peppa were thinking of brushing their teeth when they were singing Push It. Nah, it was nighttime thrusting, but wouldn't that be a fun Shyamalan twist? But brushing is even more important than your carnal knowledge, because ain't no one want to kiss a yuck zone, and Quip knows that. Quip is an electric toothbrush that's so much more affordable than bulkier brushes, because who wants mouth bulk anyway? Save it for the sheets! But it still packs just the right amount of purr to help clean your teeth. It's got a built-in timer that helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes, with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Quip's subscription plan takes the worry out of how dirty that brush of yours is. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just five bucks, including free shipping worldwide. Quip ain't just a great idea, it's a dream teether. I believe I can brush my teeth just right. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for your keeper clean travel wherever you take your teeth. It's a little daily reminder to brush your teeth after I try and desperately not look like the walk of shame that I am on a daily basis. Quip is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association, and it's been named one of Time's best inventions. And most importantly of all, it was on Oprah's O-List. Oh, you know, I really can't believe Marcus thinks Oprah sounds like that. Quip is backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers every day. And none of them are the dentists from The Dentist, because that boy had some issues. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash page 7 right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash page 7. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash page 7. All right, it's time for the list. Marcus, gotta have that, that list. Famous people who had kidney stones. What an interesting list. <laughs> <laughs> you find great lists, Marcus. Wait, wait, Marcus, you've had, pee pee, you've had pee-pee stones before, right? I never have, no. Oh, you haven't had pee-pee stones. Have you had pee-pee stones? Me? Yeah. No, but I've heard that they are a, a pregnancy complication if you eat too many Tums. PSA, hmm. don't have too many Tums. Calcium buildup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, no, thank you. Oh. I heard from somebody that it was worse than labor. Oh. Oh, yeah, I don't want any any part of that. I still Kid- think the only thing I really know about kidney stones is uh, when Swearingen gets them in Deadwood. Uh-huh. Ah, that was oh, rough. my God. Oh, no. That was rough. <laughs> that was real rough. Having an eye almost pop out of a man. Ugh. 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 Caitlyn Jenner wow. had kidney stones. 
I feel like that's the the age that the the population. Forgive me if you are a young person who's gotten kidney stones, but I associate them with um, middle aged people. It was in two thousand. Okay, that uh, back back during the Bruce years. Mm-hmm. Now I wonder though, is it like once you pop the fun, don't stop with those things, right? Like once you get one, you're likely to get it again. Yeah, I think so. I definitely the people I know who have gotten kidney stones have. Yeah, they're it's a it's a repeat offender. Yeah. Woof. Alfred Hitchcock. He had kidney stones. Maybe that's why he was so So dark. angry. So angry. He's angry man. He a complicated figure to say the least. Yeah. William Shatner. William Shatner. Mm-hmm. It's also probably why he speaks so slowly. He's just <laughs> waiting for those stones to just come squirting out of that tiny hole. Oh just my god, co- and the hole's so small. Yeah. Oh coping, my god. Uh, coping with ki- the calcium shards working <laughs> their way down uh, his penis. <laughs> So then is it easier for women to have kidney stones because our holes are bigger? I don't think our pee holes are that much bigger. No, I think men have kidney stones at a much higher frequency than women. I think that's true. Oh, okay. William Shatner, after he had kidney stones, after he passed them, he sold them to an online casino to raise money for Habitat for Humanity. Not for kidney stone (laughs) research? (laughs) No, 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 no. Who needs to stop them? If he can keep making money and keep helping charities, then keep popping them out, bish. I wonder if there are any kidney stone charities. I think it's just a part of life that nobody cares to research or fund. Yeah, it's just a pain in the ass. Yeah, it just happens. It's not like I'm competing in this competition for a kidney stone charity. The National Kidney Foundation. Oh, well, that's, yeah, kidneys do a lot. Yeah. (laughs) They do do a lot. Essential. Yeah, essential. Essential and, and troublemakers. And somehow this man shows up on almost every list, Billy Joel. <laughs> man, because it, it, it is also, it, like, it's something with the filtering, right? You know, every time I have conversations about anything about the body, I realize, man, I am getting dumber. But <laughs> I, that's like, it's a boozy thing too, right? If you're, if it's too much boozy and they got to filter too much and then you got them too many and then it comes out the pee-pee hole? I have no idea. I can't speak to it. <laughs> If but I me, did, I you know, <laughs> I can just make up facts constantly. Maybe oh, that yeah. is what it is. I would be speculating if I confirmed or denied that that hypothesis. I think it would be perfect. I think it would be exactly what you would get after you drink your Handmaid's Tale-themed wine, which I'm trying to hunt down right now, by the way. Uh, it's things with high oxalate, like fruits and vegetables and nuts and chocolate. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also, uh, yeah, drinking a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I got spots in there still somewhere. Oh, no, wait. No, never mind. That's for people who don't drink enough. God water. damn it. <laughs> if you don't oh, drink water. enough fluid. Yeah. Well, those go hand in hand. Billy Joel, maybe too drunk, not drinking enough water. Mm-hmm. Quite possibly. Yeah, he, uh, coll- he said... Uh, he said, of course the papers had me collapsing at JFK Airport. He said, I didn't collapse at JFK. I've had kidney stones before this. I just called a doctor and said, should I go to Europe? And he said, no, come in. Let's take care of it. So I went into the hospital. It's like a real like uh, story that somebody, he's like telling somebody. I feel like he's telling that story to like somebody in line, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> yeah. some, like no, at that, a store. That was it with Rolling Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a story an old man tells in a line at the grocery that's store. That's a real old man story. She's like, so well, he's I, so old I now, guys. Just went to the Come doctor. on, <laughs> give him some slack. 
<laughs> Good for you, Billy Joel. Go to the doctor. On the other hand, you might have something with the drink in here. Kiefer Sutherland had a kidney stone, 2003. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he's still on that pretty hard, right? He's the one that's dead man walking, right? Oh, no, I'm thinking of the other one. What's the older one? Emilio Estevez? Donald Sutherland. Oh. Donald Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> and no, Emilio no, no. Estevez, also Emilio, not looking his best lately, but you know, Emilio Estevez okay. and, and Charlie Sheen, those are the two brothers, yes. And Kiefer yes. Sutherland is Donald Sutherland's son. Son, yeah. But it's sad. Donald Sutherland is not looking good. But I did rewatch Ordinary People the other day, and don't you worry, he's still fucking fantastic in it. What a good movie. God, it's such a good movie. It's too sad for me. I choose not to. (laughs) I understand. That's fine. You know I just love sad so much. I know you do. Gene Simmons, Roger Moore, Tim Burton. Uh-huh. All of these people who make really dark movies have kidney stones. But Burt Reynolds, he don't make nothing dark. That's true. And no, it's only show. fun. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Jessica Biel gets kidney stones, because I did forget. I just want to throw this out there real fast. I watched all of the first season of The Sinner in the past couple of days, because Jessica Biel's up for an Emmy for it, and uh, it's fantastic. And Bill Pullman is back everyone he's back he's really? back the sinner huh dude it's great i didn't it's, even know bill pullman is, had a new thing yeah it's jessica beale and bill pullman jessica beale is insane she's so good in it she's the executive producer of it but i can't imagine like sitting it next to my ex-cop father him just being like hey you can't do that yeah oh the, yeah this waltzer is that what happens yeah they don't he would like pause it just to say of all of the inaccuracies of what doesn't happen in the law and order system but i imagine there are a few quite a few inaccuracies in it but it's a lot of fun rob schneider Ooh, uh, he deserves stone. every stone he gets yeah <laughs> yeah i i got i got no feelings about him one way or the other actually he's not good no? No, he's got bad, bad opinions. Bad man. Bad yeah, man. he's not a nice guy. He's oh. not a nice guy. All right, it's time for Blind Item. Oh, we can't see him. Got some long ones today, so I wanted to take a little bit of time with it. Okay. Listen to this. 20 years ago, I, I meaning the person writing the blind items, I hung out with a Malibu clique, including the BFF of an actress best known for being married to a permanent A-list, mostly film actor. And yet... Rumors that the wife is far more seriously into the faux religion seem wrong, as do assertions that the actress has no clue about her hubby's decades-long bad behavior. This is a paraphrase of what the actress said. X is such a freaking idiot. He just has to do things that are bound to find their way into the press and ruin us. The other night, he was out late at a bowling alley. There was a hot guy who worked there, and X really wanted him. But he couldn't do anything till the place closed. And I think X got it closed early. Then he took the guy and bent him over the place where the balls come out, and the balls came out. He screwed that guy, and there were still people around. I tell him and tell him he's going to get caught, but he doesn't care and doesn't listen. I don't know how long I can keep covering for him it's 20 years later and she still is next time Kelly you read Preston. that oh. <laughs> yeah it's gotta be Kelly Preston yeah, of course I'm it's sorry Kelly I Preston. got too excited it's, of course it's Kelly Preston she knows I would be so afraid that a ball would come out and hit me in the face if I was bent over that ball thing yeah <laughs> well it's only if it, well she did say the balls were still coming still out still coming or was so that, that a pun 
Oh, that was yeah. probably upon the balls were coming out. Because yeah. I would be terrified of getting bashed in the face with a bowling ball whilst getting fucked. Can you imagine yeah. trying to bowl in two lanes down? John Travolta is butt fucking a dude. <laughs> I mean, it would be pretty great. I'd say, hole in one. Um, I, <laughs> Watch they, uh, out for the 710 split. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boo. Ain't no cold turkey. What is it? Turkey jive? <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> ain't no cold Ain't no cold turkey in here. <laughs> See, that's the only reason why I don't think I think that this might actually be a lie is I can't imagine Kelly Preston making a balls double entendre about her secretly homosexual husband. It's you actually know? the the sentence is then he took the guy and bent him over the place where the balls come out and the balls came out all right. All right. <laughs> You know, like all things John Travolta, I want him to be having great gay sex everywhere. Yeah. It's just sad that he, I just wish that he could like love himself and not be, you know, um, in the situation that he's in. But I, I mean, I, other than the safety issue of the balls, the rolling balls <laughs> flying at your face, I kind of am into the idea of him having this spontaneous bowling ball sex. Well, and also the selfishness of making everybody else leave the bowling alley before they're done bowling. That's true. That's also kind of shitty. Just wait till it closes. I'm much I don't more know. Upset that's about kind that. of fun though to have that kind of power. Yeah. I might have I might do it. Nah. Nah. I mean, do it after it's closed. Fucking in a big bowling alley, that would be kind of fun. And that sounds fucking great. I would actually, though, do it on the lane. <laughs> yeah. You know? Lane's really slippery, though. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, you got to keep the bowling shoes on. That's part of the kink. <laughs> Just sliding around, you know? All right, next item. Very Aretha Franklin-ish. This A-plus list singer has any item of clothing on her tour or even her personal clothing that has any kind of size tag replaced with tags that indicate she is a size 2. She says it's her way of losing weight. Mariah Carey. Oh, you better believe it is. <laughs> Jackie is two for two today. I can only imagine her saying that in that super deep voice of hers, that, that it's her way of losing weight. This is Don't worry, honey, I'm losing weight. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine the look of fear in her assistant's eyes if they forget to change one of the tags on one of her clothes? So, man, no. I bet she would flip out. I mean, I don't think it's a really a bad gig though too i think it's i think it's great that or like getting the same size but then having your clothes let out you know yeah. so it still mm -hmm. fits i'd be into that completely yeah why not yeah i mean those numbers are just there to affect our self-esteem anyway so I, I say make your own reality make your own reality mariah i mean she definitely does at the bottom of a bottle every single day <laughs> <laughs> bottom of a bottle of booze washed down with seven or eight Big old pills. <laughs> oh, you have all different kinds. Go for her, man. That bitch is getting bamboozled. 
And lastly, which famous TV host is such a clean freak that he carries around clean underwear and changes into a fresh pair at least four times a day? He's known for being a little uptight, but this is ridiculous. Members at his fancy gym often laugh that when he leaves the building, they can always find an old pair of his briefs in the trash can. It seems that not only does he change his knickers several times throughout the day, he throws his used ones away. Ryan Dr. Oz. Holy shit, Molly with the fucking quick wow. win. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I knew it was Ryan Seacrest, but I just did. What a dick. <laughs> it's just agreed. wasteful. Agreed. Very, uh, very agreed, yeah. At the hospital, though, when you give birth, they do give you disposable underwear, and it is fantastic. Do you just rip it off? Is it so, <laughs> just wait a second. Breakaway underwear. Is it disposable oh. underwear, or is it a diaper? Uh, it's underwear. Okay. It's like diaper adjacent, but it's underwear. All right, all right. And, you know, nobody has time to be replacing your underwear at that point, so disposable underwear is great. So, in theory, it's a good idea, but I... It's probably not, if you do it every day, it's probably not very good for the earth. Four times a day. Yeah. Very wasteful. Yeah. Fuck yeah, but imagine secret. how yeah. fresh he feels. Oh, but you know, he's sometimes just such an I take asshole. two to three showers a day. I'm sorry, Molly, not to rub it in your face of mother of a newborn. But you know, you got to feel fresh. I don't throw away the underpants, though. Oh, I love multiple showers a day. When I was pregnant, I took at least two showers a day because uh, it was my only physical joy because I couldn't <laughs> do anything oh God, else. Molly! <laughs> no! <laughs> Don't say uh, that. Among the saddest sentences I've ever heard you say. <laughs> it's, you know, a lot of the other physical delights were off limits when you're pregnant. Um, you know, that have to do with, with substances. It's like you turn, you turn like a fucking like late... 18th century dowager <laughs> like it is my only physical joy. physical joy when you're used to having your physical joy come in the form of uh, intoxication you have to replace it with bowls of fruit and showers which is what I did um, but I support multiple showers and I know it's bad for the earth but I just can't help it but I just think that we can Ryan Seacrest can pay somebody to wash his underwear you know what I mean have an underboy underboy mmm Yes, please. I you're right. I I should get an underboy. Yeah, but I want him to sit underneath the desk though, and just like look <laughs> up to me and look up at me, and be like, "Now, Miss," will be like, "Yes, take them off." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be fun to have. Yeah, like a little guy constantly going back and forth between you and the laundromat. They go like you take a you give him a pair of underwear. He gives you a pair, he runs to the laundromat, he washes the pair you just gave him, and then he runs back, and then you take off a pair and give it to and that way you get a fresh pair every like two hours. I fear that that might Ooh. be worse for the earth, though, in terms of <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. water. So much worse. It's so much worse. At that point, he should just wear a diaper. He should just wear four different yeah. diapers a day. Yeah, but then you gotta sit in your own wet, and that's a whole other ball game that no one yeah. wants to get into. And diapers are going to be bulky on those tight pants. Yeah, that's true. Mm, yeah. And that's all we got for this week. <laughs> what A-list TV host wears a diaper and changes it four times a day? <laughs> I am surprised that people don't take the under... I guess you can't really prove it's his, though, and try and, like, sell them. But, if you, yeah. yeah, I guess unless his name is, like, etched in the inside of them, which I can't imagine they are if he's just throwing them away like that. But, you know. Yeah. Get it's his weird. scent. Start scraping it for a scent. 
<laughs> yeah, or maybe see if there's a skitter on there and do a DNA test. DNA. Oh God! I mean, if he's that upset about his his crotchal area, I can't imagine he's got skitters. Maybe that's no. why he's so upset. Maybe he skids all day yeah, and he maybe. needs to get you know take him take him off. Ooh, is Ryan Seacrest, which daytime TV host, is a bit of a skid boy when it comes to the undergarments? Which daytime TV host sharts all day long so that he needs to always have three extra pairs of underwear? We'll never tell. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. I hope you are thinking about Ryan Seacrest's underpants as much as we are. And uh, it, we had a wonderful time with you today. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at JackThatWorm. And please also feel free to hit up our Patreon account. It is patreon.com slash page7podcast. And we are currently about to do the third episode of Pretty Little Liars. Molly and I are doing it MSTK3 style. And it is ridiculous. So please head over to our our patreon sign on up and start listening to a bunch of old people watching a bunch of teens fuck that all look the same <laughs> it's the highlight of my week honestly you guys should really go check out the patreon and watch pretty little liars with us because we might be old but those actors are probably old now because it takes place in 2010 summer of at bros icing bros Ooh, it's all coming together now <laughs> and molly do you want to slap out your instagram at them so everyone can see freddie getting bigger and bigger my Instagram is MJKLCat. It's mostly cats and sometimes babies. And Marcus? Uh, Marcus Parks for all of the stuff. But Instagram is pretty much the only thing I use. It's the most fun, ladies! Have a wonderful day, have a wonderful week, and we will talk to you next week. My little cutie patooties! Oh my god, remember when Rosie O'Donnell was someone you wanted to be like... It's time for... Remember, she said cutie patooties all the time. And I think I said it... I said it a lot. Man, I miss that Rosie O'Donnell. Anyway, 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 it's time for Patreon shoutouts. Thank you guys so much for donating to the Patreon. We are having a lot of fun with Pretty Little Liars, and hopefully there is a lot more where that came from. We're starting it out. We're starting it out. We're starting it out. Fairy tale felon, Sarah Paling, Lizzie Rasmussen. Aaron Moore, Peter Corbury, H.N. Thomas, Megan Oakley, Sarah Hall, Megan Floyd, Savannah Obando, good one, Namin, Sarah Thompson, Christina, Bailey Wiggle, Samantha Wright, Leatrice Potter, Kayla, ooh, any relation? Any relation to the one? Ooh, lightning on his forehead, Kayla Treese. Lisa Wilson, Jesse Johnson, Corinna Corpella, Kim May, Anals Parada, Christina Beltran, Frankie, Martha Banks, Kayla Kearns, Rhiannon Farrell. Oh my God, how often do you live? Rhiannon. Adrian Reynolds, Rachel Amberg, Teresa Addy, Emily Marshall, JC Alex Glanville, Joe Schwartz, Hannah Acklin, Micah Black, Kristen Lynch, Haley Dixon, south of the Mason-Dixon line, Megan Hewitt, Lori Sabo, Caitlin Craig, Rita Schmidt, Tiffany Sava, Zoe Stone, Mia O'Farrell, Monica, Myra F. Garcia, 
T.O. Graves, Holly Davies, Patrick W. Bears, Marsha Brady 79, Heather Carini Aspel, Elizabeth Hoover, Amy Driscoll. Thank you guys so insanely much for your patronage. I really, truly appreciate this every single week. I love you guys so much. I love doing it. And again, if there's anything else that you want to see from us, please let us know through the Patreon page. That is patreon.com slash page seven podcast. We love you so much. Pretty Little Liars is trash and I love it. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.